Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, and the export corridor deal has been signed. There's fast early EU wheat export pace and US and EU maize productions threatened by hot and dry conditions. The much-vaunted Black Sea Export Corridor deal was finally signed off and it continues to weigh on sentiment, feeding the bearish algo and spec traders. Whether the deal holds or is effective is still open to considerable debate, with Newswire reports repeatedly extolling the positives, although the narrative does not necessarily reflect reality in terms of what is achievable. The fact that Ukraine and Russia did not sit at the same table at the signing ceremony and signed separate agreements indicates the fragility of the deal. Subsequent missile attacks on Odessa and Mykolaiv do not fill you with confidence. Logistics, machinery, parts, fuel, storage are all barriers to a return to anything like normal Ukrainian exports, as is finding enough ships willing to enter the war zone and the crew to man them. Russia continues to request sanctions are lifted, claiming they are not responsible for global food shortages, which is misleading as there are no restrictions on Russian exports of grain and fertiliser. It is not clear what Russia gains by allowing Ukraine to export, as the income will only fund Ukraine's war effort. In the meantime, EU shipments of wheat are 36% ahead of last year, which is likely understated as they are the go-to origin for importers, including Russian friends, being trouble-free and readily available. Reports already point to similarly large programmes in August. India is reporting record high domestic prices, which argues that their production is significantly overstated and their exports of 6 million metric tonnes are unrealistic. The Russian crop size keeps growing, although some believe this includes Ukrainian wheat in the occupied territories, whilst exports of 40 to 42 million metric tonnes look challenging, with trade estimates closer to 30 million tonnes in the current circumstances. The EU and US maize crops are threatened by the continued hot and dry forecasts, with EU crop monitor Mars this week lowering maize yield prospects by 7.9%, down 13 to 14 million metric tonnes from previous estimates. US analysts are starting to drop below the USDA's record equaling 177 bushels an acre yield, with the next two weeks' weather critical, which at the present time does not look favourable. The US Federal Reserve raised interest rates 0.75% yesterday, with the chairman indicating that the US economy is strong and the US is not in recession. It will be interesting to see if Wall Street is comforted by his words when the markets reopen this afternoon. The UK harvest has begun in earnest with everything coming at once, which is presenting significant logistical challenges. Early indications show good specific weights and some lower proteins, although too early to assess yield. UK exports of lower protein, low moisture milling wheat may be a possibility this season, both inside and outside the EU, once the dust has settled. On to malting barley. Well, it's an early harvest for most and no heat required for barley. Spring malting barley in the south has followed on from the winter malting barley with similar low nitrogen, good retention on a 2.5mm sieve, 90% plus, and low screenings, 4% on a 2.25mm. Most barley has dried naturally, so no heat required other than conditioning. 
Domestic UK maltsters will still not buy as they see the good quality and above average yields, which is leading to harvest pressure. We still have some space at malting stores to effect prompt movement of malting barley, even though the spot market is under pressure. For now, the forward market still has good monthly increments and high premiums. However, if we have no bad harvest weather, the forward carries in the market will reduce as the UK deals with a large barley surplus, which is being combined early. The oilseed rape headlines this week, while the weather concerns continue in the US Midwest and the domestic focus is movement. After recent losses, the market has seen rapeseed firmer, with Matif up almost 11% from Friday's lows. Prices are being supported by weather concerns in the US Midwest, as dry and hot weather is forecasted for weeks to come, potentially impacting soybean and corn yields. Wednesday saw soybeans hit their highest in more than two weeks as forecasts of hot and dry weather in parts of the U.S. Midwest through early August threatened to degrade conditions during a critical plant development phase. A senior market analyst at Midwest Market Solutions explained how the upcoming forecasts could hurt soybean plants as they develop pods, robbing yields which we can't afford to lose with the already tight balance sheet. The USDA report on Monday showed a decline in the condition of soybeans, rating 59% at good or excellent condition, which is down 2% from last week. The forecast, along with the downgraded soybean condition, has led to broad gains in global oilseed markets. Domestically, the focus remains on movement and storage, with growers wanting to move rather than price. We still have some space on our £5 storage deal, guaranteeing harvest movement and providing a cost-effective way to extend marketing opportunities. Speak with your local Openfield Farm Business Manager for more information or for up-to-date prices. And on the Grain and Pulses price indicator this week, once again, it's just oilseed rape. For August, 520 to £525, and November, 530 to 510 Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.